is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Welcome to the main satellite, the main satellite. I am Tamarcus. I have my beautiful panel up here. Brody, everybody knows who I am, the regulars know who I am by now. From Goldsboro, North Carolina, living in Winston-Salem. Happy to be here. Welcome back. All right, Yvette Graham, known as Lavender. I am from Goldsboro, living in Greensboro, and I'm happy to be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so tis the season, y'all. Tis the season. Tis the season. Tis the motherfucking season. Two days to Christmas. Can y'all believe that? Two days. Yeah. It's it's coming quick. Y'all in the holiday spirit? The holiday spurt. No. I ain't been been in the holiday spurt in years. I am glad to be here. Me neither, man. I'm glad to be here, but I ain't stood. What about you, Mark? Yeah, no. People around me are in the spirit, but I'm, you know, personally, not me. I'm not, you know. Yeah. See your tree back there. What's in there? What's in them packages? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll find Anything out in two for days. me? Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he almost said, hell no. Almost said it. <laughs> I know what he wanted to say. <laughs> When you said that, it reminded me of um, anything come for me. <laughs> when that come from? That came from um, some movie. Oh, it's a classic. You know what it is, Lavender? Yeah, they they I, dusty in that movie. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't think of what it is. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, color purple. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you looking happy as hell, too, man. You really burst a motherfucking bubble. Nothing. <laughs> Not a damn he thing. Off on, he really got off on just destroying her in every conceivable fucking way. <laughs> and he did this for decades because they were married for what, 20 years? Over 20 yeah. years? And every Thursday and Wednesday, whatever the fuck within the continuity of the mail came. Anything I'm getting, am I getting, do I have anything, anything for me? I'm pretty sure she stopped asking eventually, but she was thinking it. Nah, a goddamn thing for you right here. I don't fix that mailbox so I can tell it to be messed with. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You hear me? I didn't fix that mailbox. God damn it. And the truth is, he probably hadn't done anything to it at all, but that was enough to keep her fearful. Keep a motherfucking yes. ass up out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mister. Um, so Albert. <laughs> a few things, few things I want to cover before uh time run out. Uh, anything in particular y'all want to start with? I want to start with um, uh the, the toilet habit bit <laughs> because that's funny to me. All right. <laughs> So for years, at least three years, I've known for three years now, I am 42 years old. I've known for three years now that there's a curious practice, well, excuse me, that occurs mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Uh, for my entire life, after having taken uh, a dump 
I would stand up and wipe my crevasse, right? Wipe my, my butt. And, you know, that's just what I did. Never had to worry about anything like stains outside of being a little boy, you know. Um, and maybe the odd accident or two as an adult, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but uh, normally I don't, I'm, I'm get my, I get myself pretty clean. I stand up, I wipe my behind and, and that'll be it. <clears throat> and then about three years ago, Mark, you and I were hanging out. And uh, I don't know why I asked you this. I can't recall why I asked you this. Perhaps I'd mentioned, I'd spoken about it with, I believe it might've been Barry, my brother, um, briefly. No, I know what it, I know what it was. One day we were talking on a, a duo or some video feature and uh, my brother was sitting down and he was on the toilet still. We were just talking, having a good conversation. And he said, uh, uh, we're just talking. And I see him start moving around on the toilet stool. And I said, what are you doing? Like, you know, what's going on? What's what's happening? And he said, I'm, he said, I'm uh, wiping my ass, boy. That's, that's how Barry speaks to him. Wipe my ass, boy. What do you think? And I just looked at him. And he said, why are you looking at me like that? I said, well... I can look away or you can aim your phone someplace else. Go ahead and wipe your ass. And he said, I am wiping my ass. I said, you're still sitting down. So this was, this was, I couldn't believe that I was watching this happen. Like my brother, who I've known for 42 years, Barry was wiping his ass sitting down. It just blew me away. I thought he was having me on. So a couple of days later, I spoke with Mark. I spoke with you about it, Mark. And I said, how do you wipe your ass after you've taken a dump? And I can't exactly recall what the follow-up question was, but essentially uh, you said, well, I, you know, I, I wiped my ass sitting down, like, you know, and that's when it hit me. What? What? This is not a fluke with my brother. You do it too? Later on, I asked a few other people, Lavender, you're one of those people, and you couldn't figure out why I was asking you that question because it was a, uh, a foregone conclusion to you. So I went around to many members of my family and friends uh friends that i've had some friends that i've had how do you wipe your behind once you're done having a number two <clears throat> and every single one of them said most of them asked me what how many ways are they to do it and then revealed that they did it while they were sitting down so that blew me the fuck away i did not know that people did that i thought everybody stood up to wipe to wipe after they were done. <clears throat> so after I spoke with Mark about it, I spoke with you about it, um, I began to do it. And that's pretty much the way that I do it now. And I switch it up every now and again, but mostly I'll clean myself uh, while sitting on the toilet stool. But I got to tell you, I didn't know that that was a thing that people fucking did. I, I, I had no idea that people sat down. I knew that when I was a little boy, I would see my mama I would see mama wiping her behind, you know, and, and if she needed to clean herself up in the front, she would do that. You know, little kids see their parents doing things sometimes like that, and it's no big deal. <clears throat> but I thought that was just because she was a woman. I thought that maybe just women did that. And I guess I went on believing that for a while, for 40 plus years. I went on believing that. But it turns out that the majority of people that I know uh, wipe sitting down. And even now that I am doing it, um, it's just easier access. Well, I can't say that it's easier access. The truth is, it's less work that has to be done when you sit and wipe. But even now, it still seems very bizarre to me. It seems very weird to do it. And I'm always aware that I'm doing it. It's never something that just fades out. It's amazing to me. Uh, <clears throat> unless you're married, 
or you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, husband or wife that you are very close to and you can brush your teeth when they're on the toilet stool or maybe you're in the shower, they come in and they'll sit on the toilet stool. That's something that's really, really private, really private. Um, so you don't typically know what people's bathroom habits are when it comes to that. And because of that, I always assumed that everybody did it the way that I did it. But it turns out very few people I know, <clears throat> no one, in fact, that I know wipes while standing up. How, how so, do you wipe standing up? Like what? What? How does that? You work? stand up. You get your toilet paper or your wipes, whatever you use. You stand up. You bend over. And you maybe pull your cheeks apart a little bit and then you wipe until the paper's clean. Until you wipe and there's nothing, it doesn't come away, you know, stained or anything like that. With your you know? knees locked. No, I motherfucker. <laughs> you know, my knees, knees no, locked. My knees are not locked. <clears throat> oh, shit. You don't need, well, probably standing like straight up. Knees no, locked. I don't stand. No, you know, first off, <laughs> no knee, no knee locking. <laughs> this is not basic training united states military no i just stand up and i'm a, a little bit you know canted forward and i'll pull my I'll, I'll use one hand to pull my cheeks apart and the other one to wipe my butt and i'll keep wiping until until uh you know there's there no there's no evidence of what i've just done um to me I, that was always just the way to do it. It never occurred to me that people did it outside of women sitting and wiping their wiping themselves, sitting down and cleaning themselves. And no, my knees were not locked. And the more you ask me that, the more I realize you have done it at least once and you lock your knees oh. and pass <laughs> out. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> so, so how do y'all feel? What do y'all do? How do y'all wipe? And, and, and how does it work for y'all? I stay seated. I don't want to stand up and I, I want my ass to stay spread apart <laughs> until I clean it. <laughs> I can't imagine standing up and letting them close or touch. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And, and have you always done that? Is that just the way it's always been for you? I've only stood up and wiped when I did it outside. Like a, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like a common dog. You said I'm a comic like dog. a bitch. Like a bitch. You said I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever done it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I stay seated. I never um, stood up to wipe my ass. Mm. And did it? And did it ever occur to you that people would have done that? Um. No. I. I. Ne <laughs> I didn't know until we had this conversation. And I've stood up before in the process of wiping my ass, maybe to like to get some more tissue, and that was so uncomfortable, and I felt nasty that I was even doing any movement at all with shit before in my ass before you were clean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It wasn't pleasant. Mark. <laughs> yeah, I, I could. I. I never imagined anybody wiping standing up. I had never heard of that until you brought it to my attention. I, um, that was news to me, just like <laughs> sitting down wiping was news to you. I I couldn't even picture that in my mind. <laughs> I like like Lavender said, like oh, <laughs> I feel I would I would even feel nasty standing up if if I wasn't, you know what I'm saying, wiping or oh, I I I just couldn't picture it, man. That's it. I couldn't picture that. So. Shit. So, um, do you, so in terms of wiping, 
<laughs> when you're sitting down, right? Do you reach between your legs and watch no. from, from from back to front, or do you reach I, around front to back? Because I mean, I'm a female for one, so it, you don't want to carry that fecal matter towards the vagina. Mm-hmm. So I I wipe from front to back. Mm-hmm. And Mark, how long have you been wiping from back to front? Exactly. How long has that been? <laughs> you wipe from back to front, Mark? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Just smearing that shit. Mm, Up against on my ball. sack. Sack <laughs> <laughs> has mm. got a thick, a thick crust around it. Mm. 24 yeah. <laughs> Look, um, look, when, whenever um I'm picturing you wiping standing up. So me too, man. The tissue is like, you know what I'm saying, about damn 24 inches off the motherfucking damn toilet from the toilet. You have a chance of dropping the tissue on the floor or or dropping it no. on the uh seat and it's you know shit gets smeared on the seat or some shit like that like how, tell how, it, how would I you do that on yourself you are telling <laughs> on nah. yourself yes <laughs> you are yeah you are i, I ain't never doing I'm trying that to figure this shit out like okay so there's a, the there's a larger chance that the tissue can can fall on the floor or something like that if you do that well i mean i'm assuming so when i wipe i'll get the tissue off and sometimes i'll wrap um a couple of uh maybe two or maybe three uh sheets around my hand and then I'll use it in that way. Or I'll just pull a couple of sheets off and then wipe that way. What I do find a little bit more uh, uh, effective is in terms of sitting down wiping versus standing up is um, I don't have to wipe quite as many times. So I always have hold of what I'm using, whether it's a, a tissue or it's a wet wipe or you know any of those, th- or both, typically I'll use both. Uh, now, but um, although I didn't always used to do that, but no, nah, that's never happened. So I I keep holding the tissue. What I do is I get the tissue off the roll before I stand up, and I'll have a good grip on it, and then I'll wipe until I'm clean. Has your ass ever grabbed a tissue before, being you're in the standing position? <laughs> yes, it has. Mm. <laughs> so your yes. ass cheeks have clapped together, mm. grab holds to that tissue. It has happened. I don't feel the need to lie about it. It has happened. But that's that's another one of the reasons why sitting down and wiping it for me is just a little bit more uh it's just a little bit more comfortable, I should gotcha. say. Doing it sitting sanitary. Down, but a little bit more comfortable, <laughs> not more sanitary for me. Now I told you, you keep telling on yourself, you got shit on the toilet. Great big thick clots of it on the toilet, man. But it's a little bit more comfortable for me, man. But but the thing is. The reason it's more comfortable for me is because it's less work. Yeah, and you have to use your other hand to open your ass, right? And what I do is see. <laughs> <laughs> what I do, what I do is I'll place my left hand since I'm right-handed on my on my uh, on my outer ass cheek, and then I'll pull my 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 butt crack open. I pull my my butt crack. I pull my crack open, and then I wipe. But I don't I don't reach around and. Grip from the inside or anything like that. Shit on my fingers. <laughs> but um, you know, that's all that's always the way that it's been for me. And until it might have been a day or two before when I brought that to your attention, Mark, that I told you about uh ask I asked you that question when I saw my brother do it. And what's really interesting to me about that is all five, all four of my brothers 
and my sister were raised in the same household. We were not raised apart. Mm -hmm. I ended up asking my brother Jamie, my brother George, my brother Brom, Bromley, we call him Brom, and my sister Tilo. And every one of them said that they wiped sitting down and they had never really thought about wiping standing up. So it means that uh, one person out of a family uh, of, uh, <laughs> of children of uh, six was standing up wiping his wiping his ass. And I believe, I'm pretty confident I know where that came from, even though it didn't stick I, with I think else. I know where it came from, too. Y'all tell me, because I don't know. I think it came from somebody else wiping Brody's ass, like mm -hmm. his mom or his grandma. Because yeah. I know when I was potty training my kids, I would have them stand up so I could wipe their ass. Yeah. And um, my kids used to stand up and wipe their ass until mm -hmm. I told them, quit hopping your shitty ass off the toilet <laughs> mm -hmm. and you stay up there and wipe your ass. But that's just my theory. Well, no, what else? I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Somebody else was wiping your ass for you. And that's the truth. Yeah, I'm I giving do you a way out. That's the truth. you a way out. I don't need a way out because that's been the reality. <laughs> that's what happened. I don't need a way out. That's what happened. Um, my mama, when I was a little boy, I can remember when mama as a little boy, she would um, stand me up and wipe my butt and grab see my grandma would stand me up and wipe my butt. And I'm thinking that um, it had to have been that that's what it was to me. That was the norm to me. So that's what I yeah. did. And that's what I kept doing. Um, and it wasn't until uh, I saw other people doing it, even though none of my other brothers or my sister did that, it turns out, um, that's what stuck with me. That's what I kept doing. And um, I mean, I can remember from uh, three, four years old, mama standing me up when I couldn't wipe my own butt and she was doing it for me. So. I'm confident that's what that's what happened. That's what stuck, and uh, that's what I did for over forty years. You used almost, to somebody almost, else wiping your years. ass. I was used to my mama and my grandma <laughs> wiping my butt. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that's uh, that. In fact, I know that's what had to happen. That was the norm that was presented to me, and that was the norm to me for almost forty years. <clears throat> I'm okay with that, and even sometimes now, I mean, I have no choice but to be. Um, Sometimes now I don't do it that often, um, but say for instance, if I'm in a big hurry, mm -hmm. and I might stand, I might stand up part part way and wipe myself, but that rarely ever happens. So I find it to be a, a lot less, there are a few less steps sitting down, and yeah, doing, you know, just a few less. And I am no cleaner than what I was. That's another thing too, because I always make sure when I'm doing laundry or whatever, I make sure I check for any stains or anything. And I've noticed that I'm no cleaner. That was a, that was a, an intentional action decision that I made. What is the difference? And there is no difference. I'm no cleaner, no dirtier than what I was before. It's just less work for me to do. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. But toilet habits are uh, interesting because unless you're involved in a very close relationship with someone, that's something you will never see. Like I've seen the, someone um, use the bathroom squatted over the toilet like a bird perched up there. I, what about I, you, brother? I did not know that people did. Uh, outside of if you're going into a public bathroom, um, yeah, people do it then. I, I have attempted to do that, but goddammit, my abdominals just were never that strong, and my knees aren't even so squatting and holding. Uh, or maybe holding on to a rail. I just never did that. But I didn't know that people did it at home, if that's what you're talking about. You never seen anyone perch up on a toilet backwards? And uh, yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen it once or twice, and they called it uh, Spider Dookie. Spider, Spider. I thought. I thought I've seen a spider dookie before. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a child that did that who didn't know any better, <laughs> you know. But if I caught some grown woman or man twisted around, turn around with somehow propped, uh, owned the toilet stool, all four limbs, the feet on the back against the tank and the hands on the rim while they're shitting, I would think there was something very off uh, about <laughs> the situation. But uh, I, I've seen, I saw a child do that a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> Talk, talk about boredom. That's real boredom that you should find the time to do that, you know, but yeah. kids do that. Uh, we were talking about it. We spoke briefly about this yesterday. And then Mark, you and I spoke about it a couple of days ago. It's pretty. It's a pretty funny thing, a funny topic to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's become a, 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 I'd say over the last year, it's become a part of the discourse, public discourse, you know, interaction. Do you wipe sitting down or standing up? Mm-hmm. You know, there are all kinds of videos on TikTok now where people are discussing that. And, and you know, people didn't feel uh, super comfortable discussing that beforehand, uh, before the last year or so that I know mm-hmm. of. I could be wrong. I'm sure I am in many other areas. Um, but it's become something that people are a, little, are a lot more comfortable talking about. I guess people just said at the end, fuck it. We're on yeah. the verge of a societal fucking collapse. The fucking ozone layer is fucked. The atmosphere is being polluted. There's racial yeah. inequality and there's uh, social inequality and there, uh, uh, there are several pandemics going on at the same goddamn time. Tornadoes spinning up tornadoes out of, out of nowhere. Yeah, for for hundreds of miles they're moving. I guess people just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna." Who cares? Who yeah. gives a fuck? I might not be here tomorrow. So right. it's not hard to understand that becoming more of a, a a common thing that people are discussing. Even if all those things weren't going on, I think people tend to grow more comfortable over time discussing things that were taboo yeah. uh, publicly. Life's too short. It is. Now, there are some things that it might not be the best idea to discuss publicly with, uh, with anyone but your closest, those you're mm-hmm. closest to. But hell, some people might be listening now thinking, well, shit, that's one of those things. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it's not one of those things for us. So yeah, speaking oh, yeah. of, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm finished. Speaking of uh, the verge of societal collapse, what do you think about this uh, Omicron surge? Oh man, Lavender, you want to speak? No, no, I don't want to speak. I'm just. <laughs> So tired of these viruses, man. And um, it seemed like we should have had a better handle on it than we do. We're number one. <laughs> How? And we were the last, like one of the last countries to get it, right? Under control or semblance. Well, it's not under control, but we we are still in the bottom bottom of the league in terms. Why of are we? Why are we number one with with the um, cases? Because it's America. Oh, okay. That's all I got to say. This is America. This is America. Don't let me catch you slipping or whatever he says. Um, but uh, what do I think about it, God? I think that it's pathetic. I think that uh, it is, that's the sort of thing that flies in the face. The case, the case, the caseload, right? The deaths that are occurring, the fact that Omicron uh, is a thing, period. Although 
from what I'm understanding, the initial mutation didn't occur here, but who knows? It could have occurred here. Who the, at this point in time, who the fuck knows, right? Not, contrary to popular belief, not everything is the fault of Blacks in Africa or of Asians in Asia, you know? But the fact that it ever gained a foothold here, I guess it was an, uh, it was an inevitability. People won't get the fuck somewhere and sit the fuck down and not be moving about the fucking planet. But the spread that's going on here, I think it's, um, I believe it was inevitable because you have both the unvaccinated and the vaccinated who are being impacted by it. But I also believe, and that's what viruses do, they mutate and they spread. But the way that we're handling it, handling it even now is, I think is disgusting. And it flies in the face of this, the, the myth of American exceptionalism. It does, it's pathetic. It really is. And from what I understand, the cases are now, the case, the cases are, the case number has exploded. Like it's, it's up there now, you know. Uh, the fact that there's still people who are, who are refusing to be vaccinated or if they've been vaccinated, boosted, although the booster reluctance is a little bit easier for me to understand, but I've been boosted. I've received the booster. Um, but certainly that's more understandable than no vaccinations at all. Um, refusing to wear a mask, to socially distance, refusing to not be a part of super spreader events. Uh, I think it's pathetic. I do. And if, after this, I wouldn't be surprised if it is a foregone conclusion, hard news, hard science, that the next, that the next variant, the next mutation um, is an American thing. It occurs here. We're just a society uh, field rife with ignorant, vain, selfish assholes. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, this is the getting worse before it gets better. And there'll be another one after this. There'll be another one after that. And, and that's what we'll be. What do you think about it? Same thing. I think it's pathetic. I thought uh, we were turning a corner, but I should have known better. Look at where we are, where we live, the people that we have to share this society with these a bunch of assholes, mm -hmm. um, a bunch of selfish assholes that don't want to look out for their fellow man, woman, or child. Um, yeah, I didn't think we would be we would be talking about it again in depth up here on the podcast, but here we are, <laughs> here we are again. Um, I'm shocked but not surprised um reading and hearing about these um healthcare workers being attacked by by family members uh of of uh victims family members of people who who are um in these uh covet units that are dying and family members attacking healthcare workers and stuff like that there's there's been a number of um incidences and i'm I'm like, this is, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. This is, like you said, this is the kind of stuff that happens when societies collapse. Um, it's crazy. Over the last couple of days, last couple of, well, shit. I mean, it, last couple of days, weeks, months, now years, 
Um, but especially over the last couple of weeks, you and I have been reading, uh, and many people have seen Lavender. I'm sure you've seen him as well. Read these incidences of uh, doctors and nurses, uh, transport and security at these hospitals, medical facilities being um, at best berated uh, vocally, audibly, and at worst, straight up attacked. I read a story um, or an account yesterday, the day before yesterday, where a doctor had his, uh, his nose broken, I believe it was, by the wife of a, um, I, believe it was the, I believe it was the wife of a COVID death, an individual who hadn't been vaccinated. And by the way, this person still refuses, refused at that time to be vaccinated. I have no doubt that's the way she still feels. Uh, she wanted him treated with what how's it pronounced ivermectin 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 mm-hmm. um and various other uh drugs that were not designed to treat covid uh any aspect of the any any member of the covid family i guess um and also a bunch of hoo-ha you know certain vitamins and <laughs> you know i what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> You know, and that's been going on around this country, man. And it's it's so bad that you and I both, you and I both, Mark, and I'm sure you've seen them, Lavender, have either seen or read. I mean, over the last couple of days, we've been reading about these and watching these. Doctors and nurses are quitting in droves. And that's something that we already knew was happening. But it's it's the frequency, like the number has skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Doctors and nurses are emotionally bereft. They are fucking traumatized even if these people have decided that they are going to take their chances and by extension have everyone else take their chances with their lives or their long-term health uh they took the hippocratic oath oath and i believe a lot of them want to to help i know it's frustrating as fuck but i believe a lot of people who who work in the medical field actually want to help now there are some who've never said aloud um, and then there's some who would fuck them. This is what this is the way it is. They mm-hmm. I did it for as long as I could. They're gonna die. They chose this route to their to their mortality to their uh, deaths. But I know a lot more, a lot more doctors and nurses and and and, and people who are in the medical the medical uh, field, uh, medical care want to say fuck them. This has been going on for very nearly two years now, and mm-hmm. enough is enough. Yeah. Enough is enough. And uh, people, I don't, I don't, and, and, and maybe y'all can um, give this to me and give this understanding to me, gift it to me in a way that that rolls over just the right way so I can uh, understand it. What is the connection between the doctor or the nurse, et cetera, et cetera, healthcare professional, and a person's loved one dying of fucking COVID nineteen. What exactly is the thread? <laughs> what? How? What? What is that? How does that work? Enlighten me. If you, enlighten me. There is no thread. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. People just misplacing their emotions. It, it's stupid. Look, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. I'm just disgusted oh. with people today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Stupidity, man. It's um 
selfishness and uh, these huge egos. They don't want to be proven wrong mm-hmm. by what we what people have been telling them for the past two years that uh, telling them the science behind um, vaccination. Um, but they just want to stay in this little club and this little cult, this death cult and be right. But when the time comes and they wrong and they're laying up in the hospital dying or the family member is dying, that's when they, that, that's when the family members want to get mad. The one, the, the, the people that are dying, they, they are uh, regretful. Mm-hmm. begging for the motherfucking vaccine but it's too fucking late um it's it's just it's stupid man i, I don't see what they uh, i don't see the correlation between getting mad at the healthcare professionals that are trying to help the family member uh survive this they need to be getting mad at each other because mm-hmm. they they put themselves in, the, in these situations i figured there was no thread but you see it so fuck, and thank you both for uh, illuminating me. Uh, I, I felt, or for showing me that the illumination I already stand in when it comes to that is indeed so, is real. I did not seriously think, I've never seriously thought that there was any sort of connection between the family members or of the individuals who are dying who are dying of COVID and the doctors and nurses, healthcare professionals. But judging by what you see online, social media, um, you know, uh, emails, spam you might get, because I'm getting spammed right now. And I have been getting spammed for like the last nine, 10 months um, by members of the Republican Party. I, don't, I have no idea how they're getting my email information, my addresses, but I'm being spammed by them. This is a fraud or this is not real, it's a hoax. Um, it's not COVID that kills, it is the vaccinations, uh, dosages that kill. And uh, I mean, they're all over the place. So the only thread to me that exists between those who are dying or the family members who are grieving their idiot idiots, idiot family members who have died is uh, a marked refusal to accept personal responsibility. And that's both to those who are dying and those who are left behind. Um, it's disgusting, it really is. And even now, even now, we are still seeing uh, these great super spreader events, these parties, people not wearing masks, fucking social distancing, uh, fuck doing that because you can't do it in that sort of environment. And if you're there, you're not really thinking about doing it. Um, people deciding they don't want to be vaccinated at all, much less boosted. People who've been vaccinated deciding, you know, although I can understand it a little bit, uh, quite a bit easier. It's an easier to understand it for me. You're not wanting to get to boost, be boosted um, or to be boosted. I say if you've already gotten the first two shots, then you might as well do a third and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. That's what I say. After all, you're doing it for the same reason. You still want to live. You don't want to spread it to anyone else. You don't want to, if you do contract it, you don't want to have it be a worst case scenario and you having to deal with the impact of uh, long COVID or of dealing with uh, the worst aspects of COVID at all, period. You know, um, I think it's pathetic and I think it's very telling. Since this pandemic began, really since 
I mean, it's always been this way, really, frankly, in this country. But I would say that some um, watershed moments were um, how we got here. Barack Obama being elected president. The result of which being Donald Trump being installed in office. And here we are now in the midst of what is still a global pandemic. All of these are uh, particularly the, the election of Barack Obama and the installment of Donald Trump were well, watershed moments. And what we're experiencing now is the, these are the consequences of that. When societies collapse, democratic societies collapse, this is one of the things that is a hallmark. This is one of the things that always occurs. The lack of trust of or belief in science. And that's typically followed by the torches and pitchforks. Fuck intellectuals, fuck scientists, fuck uh, those who know better, fuck the highly educated who typically use their gifts uh, uh, on Discord to serve society. This is a hallmark of the collapse of democratic societies and it's been that way down the course of history. So. I am surprised it is happening as swiftly as it is, but I'm not surprised it is happening. How selfish and spiteful and evil do you have to be in order to endanger, knowingly endanger other people's long-term health or lack thereof, that is to say they've died to avoid feeling wrong? How evil or to own feeling right, quote unquote right. How evil do you have to be to engage in that sort of behavior on a daily fucking basis? Unbelievable, man. Um, something else that don't make sense to me. Um, I want to say this before before I jump into that. Aaron Rodgers, I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot that he lied to the press and to the fans and shit and his team about being vaccinated. I ain't forgot that shit. During a pandemic, man, like shit's been killing people. He lied about being vaccinated, but I saw today on one of those sports talk um, shows on TV, they were debating, you know, his M MVP, you know, candidacy, like, like, you know, it's between him and all a few other quarterbacks who were worthy of being MVP. Um, him lying to the team about being vaccinated during a pandemic, a deadly pandemic, that that's an afterthought now. Like he's could he now he's still considered um, to be a front runner for for MVP of the National Football League. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. But just imagine if it was a black man or a black quarterback who did some shit like that, man. He would be crucified. He wouldn't be considered uh, a front runner. For, in, for the MVP of the National Football League. But what? let me go back to what I was going to say. Something else that doesn't make sense to me is that these people that we're talking about, these assholes, they acknowledge that it's a deadly uh, virus, like by saying, you know, it's a China virus, all, all these stupid-ass names they got and shit, like, and, and these stupid-ass theories about, you know, um, it was a lab mistake, you know, something, somebody made a mistake in a lab over in China or 
um, something like Dr. Fauci uh, released this shit on purpose, shit like that. They acknowledge that there's a, something deadly out here. But then again, on a, um, they'll turn around and say it's fake. Like, like which one is it? Like, is it is it uh, is it is it real or is it or is it is it fake? Like, if if it's real and it's deadly, why not be vaccinated? Why not try to protect, you know, um, you know, your you and the people in your family and the people in your community by. Uh, wearing a mask and being vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. You acknowledge it on one hand, but then again, you say it's, it's, it's fucking fake. You would not, you acknowledge it with these, with these bullshit ass theories, but you do acknowledge that it's a deadly virus. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Is that there's an expression we've heard uh, tossed around over the last two years um a particular expression a lot over the last couple of years in 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 view of this virus and that's and these people right that's what they what is it cognitive dissonance a thing can be a thing can both be and not be simultaneously which doesn't make any sense now in your personal life so long as you aren't hurting anyone by all means engage in any degree of cognitive, uh, uh, cognitive dis, dis, uh, dissonance to your hearts, whatever amount you want, you know what I'm saying? Is that a brain fart? But when it comes to dealing with other people, that's something that nobody can afford to do. You can it's, it's not just to do with you now, it's to do with everyone around you and everyone around them and everyone around them at infinitum, because that's what that's how viruses operate. This cognitive dissonance that is occurring on a daily basis, and not just by what you might call, what some people might call regular everyday people, quote unquote, right? But by members of various governmental offices and positions in the United States of America. It both exists, the danger of it, and it doesn't exist. There's both danger and there's the absence of danger. The truth is, when you're dealing with an asshole, flip-flopping is comes as easily to a body as breathing does. You don't think about breathing nine times out of ten unless you have a situation going on medically, and it's something you have to deal with on a consistent basis. You just breathe. It's what your body does for you, and I believe that the same is applicable to these assholes because it allows them to retain Ego can he uh, ego cohesion. Their egos are that fucking fragile that they're willing to allow other people to die, and and they themselves they 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 wouldn't allow to die themselves as long as they can feel right, as long as their ego fragile fucking egos remain whole and from a distance appear to possess cohesion. If you've got nothing else going on in your fucking life, that's what you hold on to. Anything that will allow your ego to be served and to exist as a whole thing, uh, you will engage in. And they flip-flop like a fish out of water, drawn from water. There's not a motherfucking mud skipper, you know. It is fucked up. I believe people talk all the time about, well, you don't judge people. Um, everybody makes mistakes. Well, we always say, 
is people are three-dimensional and none of us are perfect. And we all understand that. But there's a limit to that. There is a limit to that, like that allowance, giving people that benefit of whatever doubt. When your actions are killing other people, then fuck the fact that you're a three-dimensional individual. Fuck the fact that you love your family. You love your dog. Fuck the fact you might give to charities every now and again. Fuck the fact that you might give to the homeless or contribute to the American Red Cross. Fuck the fact that you can throw a tight spiral on target. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. that. Fuck the fact that you um, are a doctor or a nurse, right? Fuck the fact that you are a Democrat or a Republican. Fuck that. What it comes down to is you're contributing to, at best, well, I mean, I guess it's, that's debatable, but at best, a person having to deal with long COVID, and at worst, a person, or people, rather, dying of this fucking thing. So there is a limit to your three-dimensional nature. There's a limit to the allowances that at least I will make for you. After a while, you're just a vainglorious asshole. You are a narcissist. You are and I, I, I always say this, I don't want to use the word sick because using that word in this case suggests um, the absence of responsibility. You just think you're a vile, evil motherfucker. You're selfish. All you're thinking about is your goddamn self. So fuck every other positive dimension of your personality, your psychological makeup. The truth is all those things are null and void in a situation like this, you've decided not to be vaccinated and you're not going to wear a mask and you're going to go out amongst people. You're going to breathe on people. You're going to spit on people. You're going to fight people who are in grocery stores and in hospitals. Many of the time here, here lately that I've seen uh, people having to be tossed from hospitals. These um, frontline workers, just people in general that, that, that have jobs, that had to work during the pandemic, whether you're in healthcare, food service, um, transportation, whatever. If you, they were being hailed as heroes a year ago, but today they are being physically assaulted by these dumb fucks, man. Went from being heroes to being straight up assaulted by these motherfuckers, man. Because these motherfuckers can't have their way because they refuse to put on masks. Motherfucking airline workers, stewardesses being beat the fuck up because you ain't wearing a mask in a motherfucking airplane. Closed circuit, a closed system. <laughs> Recycle there. Jesus Christ, man. Crazy. Motherfuckers going out to schools and shit. Like grown motherfuckers going out to school, going out to schools trying to fight. Uh, uh, education administrators and stuff threatening their armed. lives armed. armed as well uh-huh fuck man with guns <laughs> they're not going out with knives and machetes and things like that they're going out with guns and they're armed to the motherfucking teeth um now lavender i know that your children are homeschooled how do you think, since you're the you're the parent here, how do you feel that you would handle that if your kids were uh, being educated at a physical, at, you know, at a, in an actual institution location? And, and 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 thinking about what's going on right now, how would that impact you? How do you think you would view that? 
I would be terrified um, to send my kids to school. I wouldn't want to send them, not with the way things are going. Um, people are crazy. And it's just best that I keep them at home. I'm keeping them home for a dual purpose, too, because of the crazies and because of the daggone virus. But I'm more afraid of people than the virus, because as long as they follow protocols, keeping things clean, everybody wearing masks, social distancing. The virus is like one of my least worries. It's the crazies going, shooting up the schools, man. And it so happens that a lot of times those individuals, um, they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. I mean, typically, typically, in fact, that's, I've never known it to be any other way. Typically, these folks who are, uh, like Mark said, these parents, these adults, some motherfuckers aren't related to children going out trying to regulate yeah. <laughs> on, these, mm-hmm. you know, on these premises and you know um, it's because they want to be involved in, in some shit yeah it's because they have no control and they're average boring yeah yep everyday lives everyday lives and they want to be able to exert control some fucking where even if it means going out and starting a horse shit when your children or the people in your community, the young people in your community, would have been better served if you stayed your fucking ass home. But what I was going to say a moment ago was, I've never heard, and, and this might come as a shock to some of our listeners, <laughs> not to us certainly, but I've never heard of a person who was pro-vaccine, pro-vaccine pro-booster, pro-mask, pro-social distancing. Uh, I've never heard of an individual, a pro-person, going into a school threatening to shoot the place up or going into a crowd, shooting the crowd up or causing a ruckus at a fucking hospital or a restaurant or a mall. It's everywhere. And it's, 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 a, it's a sort of perpetual motion device or a machine. The more people do it, the more emboldened others are. The more emboldened others are, the more people are going to do it. And it's an aerobarous. It's an aerobarous is what it is. And I can't imagine, like, I, th- I have nephews and nieces. I don't have children, as you both know, but I have nephews and nieces, most of them, um, most of them I'm extremely close to. And I have uh, some who are, in, who are in elementary school, uh, uh, too. And I have uh, a few who are in college at physical institutions, physically at institutions. And um, I, I stay worried for them. I really do. Because you can't look, you don't know people, you don't know from a distance, I would say who is a psychopath or who has been so sheltered that the world cannot revolve in any way um, other than what they deem necessary or normal. These folks decide they want to snap. You can't, you can't pick them out of a fucking crowd from, from a distance, I would say. Some of them, like mom always said, you can look in their face and know there's <laughs> something goddamn wrong with them. And she wasn't lying either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the she shape lying. of their head too. The shape of their goddamn head, yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that seems so fucked up when we were kids hearing our mamas and our dads and grandmamas and granddads saying that, but they were on to fucking something, yo. Every uh, one of these motherfuckers we see, your written, your rotten houses, hmm. your Carlsons, fucker Carlsons, Carlsons, your Trumps, and assorted nuts, right? You look in their motherfucking faces and you know, you can look in their eyes. And notice something is wrong with them. Look at Mitch McConnell. Something is wrong with him. 
Look at Candace Owens. Something is wrong with that bitch. Mm-hmm. Look at the Hodge twins. Something's <laughs> wrong with them. Look mm-hmm. at fucking Kunye. Something's off about him, man. So it's not always the case. And hell, look, people might look at my face and say, God damn it, there's something <laughs> wrong with him. And I'm sure there is. Because none of us are perfect, right? But I know I'm not going out into the world hurting people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's something wrong with my motherfucking ass. But it ain't that motherfucking wrong that I need to move out into the world and void my fucking spleen <laughs> onto the world, onto other people in the world. Mm-hmm. Void, vent, whatever the fuck. In this case, void. You literally <laughs> shitting on motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but having children or nephews and nieces or friends who are in elementary school, I guess you wouldn't have a, you got a whole other set of problems if you're a grown ass man or woman. You got little kids who are your friends <laughs> in fucking elementary school and all that, you know. I mean, all that. but y'all know what I'm saying. And I know the mm-hmm. listeners know what I'm saying. Uh, it is, it, it's a bothersome situation. It's worse. It really is because you don't know. I have a nephew who's in school up in Greensboro, not far from me. My nephew, Jalen, my brother, Georgia's son. And although we're very close and we talk very consistently, pretty regularly, although there have been no gun incidents on campus, there have been protests. I swear to God, on campus. By some big stinking ass grown motherfuckers. By some big stinking dinosaur bitches. <laughs> dinosaur mm. bitches. Dinosaur bitches. <laughs> and these are oh shit. <laughs> Go ahead. These are parents. That's these are parents. This is that's Mark's expression too, by the way. He fucking came up with somehow fucking kid 12, 13 years ago, however long it's been. Uh but just picture it. A dinosaur bitch. We don't have to express to you what it means. You already know. Big stinking dinosaur bitch. So these big stinking dinosaur bitches are protesting on campus. Before they were allowed to go back to school, A&T and Greensboro, they had to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people, these dinosaur bitches didn't like that. And there had been several incidents at school. No, there haven't been any shootings, knock on wood. But the problem is that's a dot, dot, dot situation. Well, mm-hmm. no, there haven't been any shootings, dot, dot, dot. But you don't know. These motherfuckers are everywhere. Uh, I worry quite a lot about my nephews and nieces. I cannot imagine what it's like to have children mm-hmm. and to have to send them out to this fucking world. Mm-hmm. And their motherfuckers out. And they don't care about your child being 10 years old or four years old or a newborn baby. They don't care if the kid is a newborn baby fresh out of the womb. They don't give a fuck. You're going to be an example and an example of so i've never seen one of us and i don't mean to say black i mean to say a sensible fucking human being <laughs> go out and cause a ruckus those who are pro-vaccination who are pro-social distance who are social distancing those who are pro-masks pro-boosters and all of that uh, they, they typically come they always come as far as i'm concerned from one group of people Look, you know, something just hit me when you were just describing that, man, saying what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always uh, some somebody who is who who says they're on the side of sensibility. Who will harp on somebody who's saying like. These people are selfish, they're fucking assholes, they don't care about other people. They're 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 evil. They 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 
They deplorable. Get, they're deplorable. You know, they get the prizes that they're asking for. If you're unvaccinated and you're going out doing, you know, all types of bullshit, you're unvaccinated and not masking up and all this stuff. If you catch COVID and you start suffering from fucking COVID, shit, that's a fucking prize that you fucking won because you were asking for it. Mm-hmm. You wanted to win that motherfucking prize. But when somebody like us says some shit like that, somebody who claims to be on the side of sensibility will harp mm-hmm. on us. They will criticize us and say, like, look, you need to calm down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, why is that? Why, why the fuck do we have people who claim to be on our side, on the side of, of caring about everybody else, who will criticize somebody by saying, like, look, this is the line. If motherfuckers cross it, then they some fucking assholes. But you look on the other side, they don't have people like drawing them back from crossing that line. They don't have people saying like, look, man, you need to calm down. You don't, you don't need to be so fucking racist. You don't need to be so fucking uh, mean. mean. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be so you don't need to buy another gun. You don't need to you don't need to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't have people drawing them in like that. But we got people who are over here on our side mm. drawing us back. <laughs> you know, that makes me think. Lavender, do you have something to say about that? Because I have a thought. No, I want to hear your thought. That made have, me, I'm thinking, but go ahead. That, I'm sorry. Uh, that made me think about uh, when you were a kid, when you were a little kid, and maybe you, maybe from a little kid to like maybe 13, 14, anything beyond that is <laughs> pathetic. But you get into an altercation <laughs> with somebody and it becomes a physical altercation a physical thing and motherfuckers are holding you back like physically Mm -hmm. they're they're literally holding you back yeah how many times have teeth been knocked out of mouths how many times have noses been broken how many times have lips been fattened and burst because a person who felt morally superior decided to take a person was fed the fuck up in hand. That's what that makes me think about. Don't hold me back when I have gifted quite enough grace to motherfuckers who don't have an inner to give grace to anyone else, anyone else. Don't hold me back. I might have to fuck you up if you do that. Mm-hmm. Like I might have to jettison you for my motherfucking life. Don't tell me that, that that's enough. This is where the line is, as you said, God, and, and it's, you know, you really ought not to step over it. Frankly speaking, I don't have, and I mean this, from the bottom of my asshole, like mama <laughs> says. The asshole that I wiped standing up for almost 40 years. <laughs> from the bottom of my asshole, I mean this. I don't need those people in my life, and I will jettison you, and I've already done it. I will jettison you like the dead weight you are if you should decide to come to me with that horror shit. Turn the other cheek. Why? So it can be slashed? Mm-hmm. Like the other one, like the first one was? I've had to get rid of people in my life on account of that. Bless them. God bless them. Buddha bless them. Universe bless them. Whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want to, whatever you want to call it. But you got to get the fuck away from me with that nonsense. Because you're not helping uh, overall, you are harming. I don't understand that either. I've had people when I was a kid, I had people hold me back when I finally was fed the fuck up. And y'all know I'm not a, a big fighter, but I have fought mm-hmm. people hold me back. 
mm-hmm. because they are somehow granted kids don't really know any better but it was maybe around about the age of people when kids begin to develop a moral center and whether you're on the right of it or the left of it you know what i'm saying what were you gonna say mark i was about to say i witnessed one of those um times like literally i witnessed that shit happen with you yeah yeah in, um mm-hmm. middle school yeah there was there was this clap i i won't i won't describe it up here you know what i'm saying yeah like, go ahead yeah there was some fuckery going on yeah and uh Yes, I was. I played a part in that for sure, but mm-hmm. the fuckery had been going on before then. Um, I can think of one or two times where I've been held back and had my had my nose swollen. That's the thing I don't like about being held back. That's when most people that are in fights. They say don't hold me back because when you're holding me back, the other person is still swinging. That's now right. I'm hit. Mm-hmm. And that's I don't hold me back. That's yeah. Now that's when, when I get ready and when I get ready to take my revenge on them, I'm gonna come for you first. I'm gonna, <laughs> right. I'm gonna take my revenge on your ass first because right. you. The truth is, you were that person's partner, and that is what this is. What you're talking about, Mark. That's what, that was a that's a great uh, perspective to to mm-hmm. to bear aloft here because we have individuals like Joe Biden. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sheep and wolves clothing. Sheep and wolves clothing. Oh. Or skin. Yeah. Or wolves and sheep skin. Excuse me. God damn, damn I, I had <laughs> I, I, I said it wrong. Shit. <laughs> wolves and sheep's clothing. God yeah. damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they are Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. holding. It's my brother. They're holding. The standard, they're holding the um, status quo standard because it serves mm-hmm. them in the long term. It doesn't serve mm-hmm. anybody else. If it happens, if it happened to serve you before this all began to occur, then bully for you. If it doesn't, then take a flying fucking roll and donut. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he and we've all discussed this before. The, the three of us. Mm-hmm. Let's work with the other side. Mm-hmm. Let's not stoop to the level that they operate from. Mm-hmm. Let's forgive. Let's let's reach across, I hate this expression, but let's reach across the aisle. Nah. What has been, where's the big, where's the long list of accomplishments that have, that have come to pass on the kind of doing that? Because I can't think of any. <clears throat> nah. From the beginning, it didn't work. It's no olive branch. Mm-hmm. I hate that expression not, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that expression. I mean, if we look at the very beginning between the Dagon pilgrims and what is it, the Wapano tribe? That's <laughs> like one of the the, the natives. Mm-hmm. It's no Thanksgiving. There's no olive branch. That was massacre day. It never. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And as I always say, it wasn't designed to work like that Mm-mm. since day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get is, out of that shit. Yeah, it is working exactly as it was designed to work. Yeah, it ain't is, no kicks and shit up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, so you have your Joe Biden. Um, I would say 
Hey, look, Kamala. every time, every time I hear his name, I just get fucking pissed off, man. Go ahead, man. We'll we'll we'll, we'll jump on. That I was in a gonna, I, yeah, I was I was just gonna say, uh, you have your Kamala, your Kamala uh, Harris, mm-hmm. who on the surface appear to be tougher, tougher on those sorts of things, on those sorts of people and that sort of behavior. What's going on right now on mm-hmm. the surface, but when she's questioned. It is another deal altogether. You know, uh, a lot of apologists, asshole apologists, man. And, and and the truth is, I think until you reach a certain level of experience, this is the average man or woman who mm-hmm. once was a boy or girl. I think we've all been asshole apologists with specific people in our lives at certain points, even if it was only for a couple of days, a couple of minutes, a couple of hours, maybe a couple mm-hmm. of fucking decades, or maybe some in a, a marriage or a friendship or whatever the fuck. But the truth is, once you reach, I know I have, right? Mm-hmm. Because that comes of love. That comes of, 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 of memories. That comes of loyalty, all of those things. But I believe that once you reach a certain level of experience, wisdom, you gain wisdom that you ought to fucking employ. That means there are no more excuses for fuck notary behavior. Mm-hmm. Ain't no more excuses, man. Ain't no yeah. more. Got any more green beans? Ain't no more. 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 <laughs> potato, right? <laughs> that shit is hilarious, man. Ain't no more. Right? We have politicians and celebrities government officials, uh, everyday people, even supposed friends. Mm-hmm. Some of us, and I'm not speaking generally, not supposed friends, associates, significant others, family members who are still asshole apologists. Fuck that. Particularly when it's harming or killing other people. That is hobbling the is hobbling the 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 it's not even a tourniquet. Because it doesn't, it doesn't start the blood flow at all. It is hobbling the actual effort that's being made in observance of the pursuit of health and life and love and happiness for every fucking body else. Joe Biden is still saying we got to work across the aisle, and that's a great segue into what you were going to say, God, about oh. Joe Biden. Oh, I just. He's Joe Biden is the epitome of weak. Mm-hmm. I get pissed off when I hear his name or see a news segment or read something about like how he's just like just talking about working on it, working, reaching across the aisle, reaching across the aisle and all that other kind of stuff. Or, you know, he uh, backpedals on a campaign promise or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After all the effort that millions of people put in to get him in the office. And the only reason he's there is because, you know, it's, it's kind of like the choice of two evils. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. You're, the, you're picking the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. Um, I get pissed off, but then I start thinking, like, damn. Is he really that weak or is he really just 
being who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like he he mm-hmm. is a uh, what we just said before a um. Let me get it right this time. <laughs> what, what he got uh, on Mark? Uh, 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 he, he's a wolf. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh-huh. He's not for the betterment of the people. He's for the betterment of himself and others like him. He don't give a damn. That's right. Man. That's right. He don't give a fuck. That's that. That was that. That's all I wanted to say. To segue into into talking about him. And the truth is, um, he's always been that way. I'm not going to go into specifics by now. Google anybody who's listening to this, and we all know it. The three of us know it. But anybody who's listening to this, odds are very good you have access to Google or uh, Yahoo if it's still a thing, or even Ask Jeeves. I don't know if that's still a search engine. But (laughs) the point is. The point is, you can you can, <laughs> you, you, can you have it, you have access to the internet. You can search mm-hmm. what this man's political history is down the last mm-hmm. 35, 40 years. He has never been for the general population, not ever. I remember when um, he was uh, when Barack Obama selected him as his running mate. I'm not gonna lie and say I knew all the ins and outs of his political career up to that point but i knew mm-hmm. enough to know that i should question why obama would choose him as a runner mate um of course in the in the interim um i've learned more about him and he's never been for average americans he's never been for black americans ever Mm-mm. he's never been for um working class poor americans he has been for lobbyists. He has been for big business. He has literally always been this fucking way. So what you said, Mark, is um, uh, very much so. He's also for the betterment, improvement, the occupation of power, influence, and wealth for himself mm-hmm. and those who are those who are like you. He's never been any different. That's the same thing uh, about that. And here's another motherfucker. You can look into his face. Look at his eyes, right? Look at the shape of his head, as Lavender <laughs> said. And know that there's something wrong with him. That's that Joe Met that 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 that, that far leghorn. Yeah. Mm. That foghorn leghorn motherfucker, man. He I, I just whenever I see him, I think about his name, Mansion. Uh, Mansion, yeah. Is his first name Joe? Is it Joe Man? Joe, his name is Joe too. Joe. Okay, yeah. <laughs> look, he look, look, look like he smell like shit and piss. Mm-hmm. And like he doesn't wipe sitting down or standing up. <laughs> you stand God. up like they do in TV <clears throat> shows and movies. You know, y'all seen that like they do in TV shows and movies where they yeah. you know, they have a, they're having a fucking slash and they just stand up and pull their pants up. Yeah, that's that's what that's what he looks like. <laughs> Let yeah. the shit dry between his ass. He can say fuck it, and it just drops off in a fine crust, a powder. First, mm. the crust over there, then it powders up and drops away his old fucky ass underwear. But God. he's another one. I look in his fucking face, and it, it something is wrong with him. Something mm. wrong with all of these motherfuckers. Yes. This motherfucker is not for the tack- tackling climate change and the disastrous um, consequences of that, of climate change. But they can live on a $20 million yacht 
that stays polluting. And I don't know how much it actually is, but I know it costs a couple million because he's got that money. He works together very closely with lobbyists and white supremacists and all of that. And he is a quote unquote fucking Democrat. They are him, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. They are ineffective. And, 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 and one of the things that I recognize that I know some listeners may well think, well, y'all do know that, that, that civics are a thing and there's a process. Mm-hmm. A yeah, process we know. Has, we gotta go through to this point. and that. Yeah, but we're here to tell you, like my dad used to always say, I'm here to tell you, we're here to tell you, we are aware of that. We know the ins and outs for the most part of American government. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we, of, voted. Of, of we voted. We voted. We know. We did. And we know. But we also know that it's not hard for people like Biden and Manchin and Harris and various other people to put their power and their visibility behind the causes that, that, that enrich them and those who are like them. It's not difficult suddenly for them to do that. I know that the president is not all powerful. Um, mm-hmm. we, we, all, we all know that here on the main the main side. Of, like, we mm-hmm. all know that. But it is mm-hmm. very interesting that when these people encounter a problem that is a problem to them, they can flex their <laughs> political power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. You mentioned all the way around. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I have got a massive sense of deja vu right now. Like this has all happened before. Right now I'm experiencing it. It's uncanny. Holy Keep shit. It going. Yeah. Um, but they can flex their power when it comes to the things that they want, when it comes to um, filling their coffers and keeping them that way, when it comes to um, the continued occupation of the positions that they stand in. Mm-hmm the continued occupation of fucking power. But when it comes to the collapse of democracy, such as it is in America, because there's an asterisk beside that, right? Democracy, Mm -hmm. right? In America, um, and in particular, the victimization of Black and Indigenous people, as well as Latino people in this country, they they can't exercise that power then when it comes to global warming, the impact of global warming, look at what just happened two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Don, and, and Tornado Alley. Mm-hmm. Entire towns fucking raised to the ground, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Last count, what was it? 70 people who had died? Mm-hmm. That, that I know of, last count, I know of. Fucking tornado, this F5 fucking twister stayed on the ground for over 200 miles? Uh, this massive fucking monster flooding, right? What's going on out in California and in the Midwest? Droughts, like all of this shit is a direct, all around the world, a direct result of climate fucking change, human mm-hmm. caused climate change. But these assholes in America, right? We're supposed to be, quote unquote, the best, quote unquote, the brightest, right? Mm-hmm. Quote unquote, the most powerful, quote unquote, the leader of the free world, but we can't lead because we refuse to, because to lead means the abdication of power and, and, and of influence, the seats of power and influence and of wealth. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers can afford to be short-sighted because one of two things is going on. They can afford to be ineffective 
purposely so, right? Purposely mm -hmm. and purposefully. So number one, Joe Manchin is not going to be alive for another 20 years. Joe Biden is not going to be alive for another motherfucking 20 years. Okay? Mm -hmm. Their children are fucking approaching middle motherfucking age, already middle age, those who are still here, right? They're not going to have to deal with the consequences of, of climate change, the consequences of uh, societal collapse, okay? It's either that, it's, it's, it's either that, it could be an and or, or they feel that their wealth and their power will protect them from those inevitabilities. Their money, their skin color is going to protect them. So they are purposely, purposefully, both of those things, uh, ineffective because it serves them better than being effective for every fucking one. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go on about it, but they are that's who Joe Biden is, man. That's who the mansion guy is. That's who all that's who Kamala Harris has always been. Mm -hmm. It was it was the the less evil option we had. We had no other option, which is really no option at all. Mm -hmm. Hell, the way that things are going right now with him in power, I can't see much at all different from what happened when in terms of societal collapse and what's going on, injustices and it's just happening slower with them. It's happening you know slower. Like yeah. if 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 he was there, it would be faster. And, and I'm at the point now, like, come on, just just bring it on. Let's just go ahead and start it and get it over with. Mm -hmm. You know. It is still happening. The promises that were made to prevent this sort of thing occurring have not been fulfilled. Nah. They have not, they have not been fulfilled. And what was it just the other day? Biden, uh, and y'all would know more about this than me because y'all have been students in ways that I have not been, this debt forgiveness, mm -hmm. loan forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Extended the, um, the, the, uh, the repayment uh, period to when it, mm -hmm. it'll start back up where folks have to start repaying their fucking uh, student loans he extended that. Um, he campaigned on forgiving at least ten thousand per person, but you don't you don't even hear him talk about that at all. By the way, ten thousand dollars ain't shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that that won't shit. I was about to say that. That one that ain't that 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 won't shit to begin with. Um, but he could not wait to say you know. You know, this is it's it's time to start paying shit back. You know, they they've been calls for uh, him to cancel student debt, but he just flat out refuses to do that. Mm -hmm. um, happily, like refuses to do that. Um, but this Omicron um, kind of forced him to extend the deadline of student loan repayment instead Which, of just wiping out debt period yeah just wipe it out period um i just learned he was part of um uh some bankruptcy uh situation to where like you know people who file for bankruptcy they can have these debts expunged from their credit or whatever the fuck they can mm -hmm. have debt expunged 
mm-hmm. he was part he championed on not having student loans expunged so it'll mm-hmm. follow you forever no matter what even if mm-hmm. you file for bankruptcy you still can't get rid of it it'll still follow you to your death and probably after your your your, your family probably <laughs> has to pay to yeah, yeah. Probably, somebody got to yeah. pay you know what i'm saying like he mm-hmm. championed that he championed mm-hmm. it so yeah he he ain't playing he ain't gonna damn no. cancel on dick because he a fucking bitch a fucking asshole he only seems better barack obama choosing him as a running mate um did a lot more for him mm-hmm. than it did for barack the yeah, reason he's president now is because mm-hmm. of that yes because his track record was uh for people racist. like us, it was it was racist. Mm-hmm. He had a racist fucking history. He had a a history of being chummy with lobbyists. Mm-hmm. He had a history of he had a he had a bad fucking track record. He really it was very bad. But he's a career politician, so of course that doesn't matter. So the reason he's in office now is a direct result. Well, that's that's one of the aspects of it of Barack Obama selecting him as a running mate. Mm-hmm. He got in on two things. Us not having another option and the goodwill that came as a result of Barack Obama's choosing. Barack Obama choosing him. And the fact that he still seemed to, they publicly at least, they still seem to be quote unquote brothers. Hmm. Close. You know. Um. That actually makes me view, I always respect him, always um, respect the good that he did while he was in office. But that paints Barack Obama in a slightly different light for me because he was aware of who uh, Biden was mm-hmm. and still is. I respect him. I still like him. But it makes me think of him, more, and this may sound foolish, but it makes me think of him more as just another politician. Mm-hmm. This is more of working across the aisle. And I get I get the need to do it. Even though Biden calls himself a Democrat, he is a far right, if there's any such thing, Democrat. He's not progressive. He's, nah. he's not. He never has been. Um, literally, literally not progressive. Unless you're talking about his age. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> That's the only way that he's progressing. <laughs> He's yeah. certainly not progressing uh United States here or abroad. Um and yes, there are some things he's done, his administration has done so far. I I I'll yeah, they've been good things, but this is what it is that I was saying the other day, and then I'll shut up about it. You know, um Charlemagne, the God, had a, a chance last week, I believe had a chance to question Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States of America. And his question was, um, is Joe, are we sure that Joe Biden is, is president? Now, and, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners, have, they, know, they know what a breakfast club is. They know that, that, that uh, Charlamagne has his own show and everything now. Um, but although I don't agree, Martin, you and I spoke about this. I don't agree the way that the question the question was framed. I don't agree with that. 
because frankly, you don't need to give fucking Republicans not that they need, right? And racist assholes. One more reason to say, see, even those who are on your side know that he ain't really the president. Like, don't don't get these motherfuckers room. I didn't agree with, with how the question was posed, but I do agree with this sentiment. Joe Biden is not behaving as if he is the antithesis of Donald Trump. We know he's not, but that's the way that he ran. That he is the polar opposite of, of, of that thing that was in office for four years. Um, I can understand why Charlemagne asked the question, and I agree with the sentiment, because frankly, you're not moving as if you are uh, as if your side, quote unquote, your side possesses the majority of political power, wields the majority of political power in America. All the things, so when he asked her a question, he asked her that question, she immediately became defensive in a way that we don't see her become defensive with white people, right? That's something you mentioned, Mark. And she was talking about um, some forms of debt forgiveness. She was talking about uh, the vaccinations, the boosters and all of these things. But that's not what he asked her. Okay, that, that wasn't it. She answered the question out of context and, and she did it on purpose, right? But what struck me as passing odd was you, if you say you want the best for the United States and for the world at large, for the world, period, for humanity, then all the things you're talking about can be tackled simultaneously. It doesn't have to be one thing or another thing. I mean, fuck, you did feel that you were the best for the job. Now, you got into the position that you wanted by way of American voters. Barely, right? Mm -hmm. If Republicans had had it their way. But you got the job you jockeyed for because you felt that you were the best person for the position. Vice president, president, governor, senator, what have you. Now, do your mother fucking job. You should have left it up to someone else who knew what they could do. Mm-hmm. Or at least believed that they could do what was best for everybody, not just here, but abroad as well, right? Nobody, nobody wants to hear that. Also, all those things you're talking about, Flint, Michigan, and various other places in America with tainted fucking water, poison, they're drinking poison, right? Mm-hmm. All those things can be handled but you need to be, they can be handled simultaneously. They can be handled at the same time you were handling this assault on democracy in America, such as it stands. Because all of those things that you say you want to change or that you're changing, if the Republicans find themselves are able to steal these positions of power, as they've done many times throughout the course of history in the United States, not only will your efforts have been for naught, but they will be reversed. Mm-hmm. They will be intentionally, spitefully reversed. Yeah, you need to be focusing on efforts to save the union to not only support democracy here, real democracy, real cheese, <laughs> you know, but to build it up in such a way that we can see the promise of real democracy met. Mm-hmm. in a way that it's never been in the United States. Focus on the things you are speaking on, 
the 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 all these things she deflected the question man in other words yeah. she was being doing a major deflection she had that going on biden does the same thing too by the way mm-hmm. and various other democrats do the same thing these motherfuckers who have it pretty soft you mm-hmm. know in paradise right jobs mm-hmm. to life most of them millions of dollars protection <laughs> from fucking debt protection from disease in so many ways you know they got it they have it very soft but they do this deflection thing so you, you need to focus on all those things, but you better be focusing on as things like voter, the voters' right, John Lewis Voters' Right Act, things like that. Mm-hmm. What's been going on with the joy in the post office, mm-hmm. right? What's going on with abort, these draconian abortion laws being mm-hmm. fucking passed and enforced in states around the United States? Yeah. In states. Uh, uh, him and his administration might be the worst thing that, that, that happened to uh, democracy because this is this could be a, a turning point right here like mm-hmm. you said like you've said many times before once they get power they ain't gonna want to let it they ain't gonna let it go no they're gonna, they're gonna bend any rule or break any rule that they can to keep it um when all he had to do was do something tangible something positive that was tangible to real people the people who got mm-hmm. him in the office, you know what I'm saying? Do something that we could benefit from. Yeah. That's why we put put him and his administration in there. You know no, what I'm saying? I'm saying that's why we put the motherfucker in his yeah. administration in office. That's exactly. But he ain't so far, he ain't done a damn thing. And it's gonna come back to bite us in the ass yeah. not him yeah. and his fucking family because he's gonna be dead and his family gonna be living still living good that's right right gonna bite us in the motherfucking ass when he had i mean it would have been simple to be what you said the, the antithesis of trump it would have yeah. it, it, that's so <laughs> fucking simple don't be a <laughs> dumbass fucker yeah do something for the people that's all you got to do to be you know Held yeah. as the, the fucking champion. The anti-Trump. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't even got to do a lot. <laughs> this really motherfucker don't. ain't did shit, man. Mm-hmm. If your campaign slogan is build bike better, then build bike better. <laughs> build bike. Build bike better. <laughs> so she answered him, Kamala Harris, answered Charlemagne as if it was a ridiculous uh, thought that he had. Like, in other words, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming here, Charlamagne, if you ever heard this, if you guys are the folks, you guys and gals are the folks in positions of authority at the moment, and you have the majority of governmental power, then why aren't you acting like it? That does not mean uh, ignoring or flaunting rules that are built into democracy, or rather the rules that democracy is made of, that it is built from or of. That it consists of doesn't mean that, of course, it doesn't mean it, but they wield a lot more influence and power than what they're letting on. We know that because we just saw the last asshole in office take full advantage of all of his powers and he set this country back. And frankly, he set this fucking country back by a long way. And, and we're still backsliding right now, as they say in churches here. And, and North Carolina is a city. With skates on. With skates motherfucking on and roads that float. 
we are still stumbling backwards, God. Down the path, down democracy's path, and down true democracy's path, I should say. You better focus on fixing things like the Voters' Right Act. You better focus on fixing things like climate change or addressing things like climate change in effective in effective manners, right? You better focus on things like uh, uh, the federal minimum wage or minimum wage, just period, livable wages in the United yeah. States. You better, better focus, focus on, on student loan debt. Yeah. You better focus on uh, vigilantism. Mm-hmm. You better focus on blatant, hateful, well, it can't be anything else other than hateful, racism. You better focus on- Sound like the beginning of the end, man. Damn. You you better focus on what's going on with the indigenous populations in this country. Mm -hmm. Mm. Pipelines and fracking, drilling, still stealing these people's land away from them. Still ostracizing them. That shit is still going on here. Mm-hmm. They, it's still going on. Mm-hmm. You better focus on what you, what was happening to black people in America. Mm-hmm. What's always happened, literally since before we ever even set foot on these shores. We were dragged here. You better focus on the democratic process. If you don't this will be the last time Democrats will be in power in this country. And America, as we know it, will be plunged into fucking obscurity. It will, know, it will, it will be America in name only. Yeah. It's already in I the think process. It is, it's, and it's happening. It's happening. It's happening right now. Two motherfucking sweet. Especially when, you know, the backbone of the Democratic Party or left wing or just people who aren't GOP mm-hmm. cult members. When we start losing hope, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I'm losing yeah. it. I don't give a yeah. damn. I'm, I'm losing fucking hope. It's hard not they to. Ain't doing shit. They ain't doing shit. Yeah, it's hard not to. From day one, I remember, y'all remember <laughs> before he was elected and he and his, he and Kamala Harris were elected. He was saying when people were asking him what he was going to do about stupid debt forgiveness, what he was going to do about uh, the John Lewis, you know, voters right act, mm-hmm. his law signing it into fucking being, what he was going to do about that slob, the joy fucking with the United, with the United States Postal Service, what he was going to do about climate change, what he was going to do about drilling and oil, what he was going to do about green energy, green power and all that. What he was going to potentially do about the Supreme Court. That's right. That's right. What he was going to do about racists and anarchists and vigilantism in America, right? The number one thing I remember hearing him say for years was, well, you know, we were already working. We already have some things that we're already dealing with it right now. We we day one, we're gonna go to work. Sound like a sleazy salesman, man. A car salesman. <laughs> Used car. Used. A real lemon peddling motherfucker, right? Matilda's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh and I'm not we're not saying that there's nothing at all 
we have been able to benefit from that has occurred. But the things that matter in the long run, uh-huh. in the face of what we're well, in the face of what we're seeing now, what's happening, what's been happening, and what will continue to happen unless something is done, there is nothing that. In the face of that, it is nothing. Whatever little, what little his administration has done, we're talking about uh, societal collapse, man. Yeah, like that's. I don't know. I'm I'm a student of his. We're all students of history here. We read, right? We take into account what the fuck we read. We watch. We read. We we study. We 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 we're curious. Too many individuals aren't thinking about what the long term, what societal collapse, what that expression means, what that, con- what that word means, that combination of word means, your life will never be the same. The lives of your loved ones will never be the same. Mm-hmm. These systems and institutions, the few of them that have served you will cease to fucking exist. The freedoms that they love and trying to hold on to so much will be gone. They'll be gone as if they never existed. <laughs> In fact, right. the exact opposite will be initiated. Right. And powered through. But as y'all have said, it's difficult. Listen, I was going to say a moment ago, it's not difficult to lose hope. It's not. It's just fucking not. And you don't have to be on uh social media even lose hope these are the things yeah. that you see happening out in your everyday life at, mm-hmm. at your at your work if you go into a place at your job or at the fucking food court at the mall at your schools you don't you don't have to be on social media to feel the impact mm-hmm. to know what's happening right now there was just a school down the road and some right-wing nut 20 minutes away from here this is last week in winston salem the school had to shut down yep because some right-wing nut threatened the fucking school. There was a situation that went on with TikTok last week, week before last. Bring your guns to school. Slap your teacher today. Yeah. You don't need to. And so I said all that to say there are people who listen to this who will say, well, I mean, I don't feel that way, that I, I don't feel a loss of hope, right? The gradual loss of hope. The depressing loss of hope because I'm not on the internet. When news flash, you needn't be on the internet. All you have to be is a person, right? Particularly a person of color, like a black person, an indigenous person, a Latino person. You got to be online to feel it. Something better happen soon because, again, like we've all said, once these motherfuckers steal power, if they're allowed to steal power, that's the end of the United States, man. As we know it, is is frankly, it's already open season on every motherfucker body who ain't white. Mm-hmm. And if you're poor and white, it's open season on you too. Maybe not in the same way it will be on us as it is on us and indigenous people, Latino people, but it is open season on you because they don't give a fuck about you either. Right. Damn, so I don't. They don't give a fuck about you. Um, it's it's 2022, and I, I know I've gone on, y'all, and I, I feel that I'm doing more talking what I'm what I what my fetish is, but I, I just I want to say this very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tired of being told this. This goes this this speaks to what you just said, Mark. Mm-hmm. to what you and I have been talking about for a while too. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder what people like Stacey Abrams, what they feel 
when people say things like, uh, well, it's time to gear up and fight harder. Mm. That woman spent years and years and years and several people like her fighting hard to realize the thoughts and perspectives of people like Martin Luther King, Mega Everest, Rosa Parks, to an extent, Barack Obama, right? Harriet Tubman, she fought, John Lewis, she fought really hard for years. So it makes me wonder about how people like her and average people that who don't get, they don't have the press to, to project what they've done out there into the world. It makes me wonder, and, and average people as well who went out and voted, who learned about local laws and local government officials. They really did their homework, right? They might not have canvassed, then again, a lot of people have canvassed. I know how I feel as a person who has voted when I hear, okay, we got to gear up again. It's time to fight hard again. It's like, God damn it. Like we never stopped fighting. We fought to get officials in power who would make the fight a little bit less tedious. And they're not making the fight less tedious. Yeah, this was the time. This this was the time to 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 make some kind of impact. Yeah. They they have the presidency, they have the house, they have the senate. Mm -hmm. They have uh this pandemic that we're trying to damn get through mm -hmm. to where they could just be like, look, we ain't got time to waste on bullshitting. We need to get mm -hmm. this shit done now. People mm -hmm. are in trouble. We yeah. need to do something for the people. Yeah. But they aren't. So democracy, before any listeners decide to say what well, democracy is a, an uphill battle and it needs to be maintained and sustained and improved eternally we know that we fucking know that but one of the reasons we went out and voted one of the reasons that we voted several times in local elections national elections one of the reasons we have informed ourselves and armed ourselves with information is because we wanted to get people in positions of authority and control who would make the fight just a little less arduous a little less fucking tedious man it shouldn't be the people on the ground doing the majority of the battling. You felt that you were the best person or you were the best collection of people for what, what Americans need. So that's, that's where you are now. Do your motherfucking job. Because if you don't, this is one thing I can guarantee. You're not going to see your like, quote unquote, what you're supposed to be, right? in positions of authorities again. If Republicans win, even the presidency again, it's over. It's, it's, I really do believe that. And I'm not saying that to be um, an alarmist. None of us are. But we hold, the Democrats hold the vast majority of political power in this country, and shit is still rolling, back, rolling backwards. Hmm. So imagine, like you said earlier, God, you know, but one of them in power is just going to be a swifter collapse, a, a swifter collapse, mm -hmm. a quicker collapse. Build back better is that whole thing is is the build, the thought. It's a, I, I can't imagine what's going to change, even if that were okay and it were passed. I don't know what mm -hmm. would change. Nah. It's been so fucking hobbled and gutted. That's what I was about to say. They don't chop that shit to hell. He let, mm -hmm. you know, um, this motherfucker mansion and cinema and other corporate Democrats uh, 
chop it to hell. Mm-hmm. So it, by the time, if it ever does pass, it ain't going to be shit. We ain't going to see no uh, um, impact from it. You know, trickle down, as they like to say. <laughs> you said, who, you about to say something, Lavender. Oh, um, earlier you said uh, you mentioned that some people might be like, I don't feel any impact for I, I don't I don't they may have called you may feel that you are being an alarmist. And you said, like, you know, you don't have to be on social media to 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 understand that we are sliding backwards. You ain't got to be uh, paying attention to what's in the headlines and what's on the news to know. Um, but a lot of people, they don't, they don't see it and they don't feel it. They don't necessarily care about it right now because they are in party mode. A lot of them <laughs> probably was at that damn offset Cardi B party this past. Oh my God. Mm. Tossing money in the air. Cash. Oh, oh God. Yeah, they they would probably, you know, what I'm saying they in in their world and their bubble, they don't, they don't they, this kind of stuff don't matter to them. It doesn't compute. They ain't thinking about it. <laughs> um, I've seen you showed me, you sent me that motherfucking video. We've seen it. And uh, why don't you express to our listeners, those who haven't seen it, uh, what it is, what this fucking I, I don't even have a fucking word for it what this horseshit performance is so uh this i guess it was this past weekend or sometime this week it was offset's birthday um offset is a a rapper i guess what is he of one of the amigos is that Anyway, Offset is a rapper. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck he is. I just know he's supposed <laughs> to be some sort of a rap artist. And he's married to Cardi B. Um, and it was his birthday, his 30th birthday, and she presented him with a uh, check for $2 million. Both of, both of them are millionaires. She presented him with a, a check for $2 million. A huge check, a check that was, you know, game show size. Publishers Novelty clearing, prices, right, yeah. yeah. Publishers mm-hmm. clearinghouse type sized check mm-hmm. of two million dollars and you know she was like yeah you my big dick husband two million dollars or whatever because he got everything and you know it was just a, a brag fest yeah and afterwards or, or before that they were tossing money around tossing money into the crowd the crowd mm-hmm. tossing money in the air and they partying and drinking and shit i mean ain't nothing wrong with that you ain't ain't nothing wrong with partying and all that stuff you know but it seems to be shoved in our faces when we are in a time, I feel, in a time of fucking crisis. If you're going to do that shit, you know, do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Party. Mm-hmm. But you toss some money around, giving your husband a, a $2 million check and shit when people are struggling and all this other kind of stuff. Like, that's a, that's a bit much to me. I, ain't got, I, don't, I don't see nothing wrong with partying, but goddamn, like... This ain't the time to be doing that kind of no. bullshit. It's not. 
to show people, to illustrate to people that you are better off than they are. You're, you're better off than they will ever be, um, particularly now, you know, when people are fucked, people feel fucked, and in a lot of cases are, are fucked. Um, but we get it. We get that you're wealthy. Obscenely so. We get that you are famous. We get that you are visible. We get that you are powerful in every way that a person like you can be powerful. You and your husband. We fucking, you and your big dick husband. We get it. Which, by the way, if you got it, said he's got a big dick. He probably doesn't have a big dick. Um, Not that it matters. <laughs> Not in it fucking matters, but we get it. We get it. Or, or you know, maybe, maybe he does, and she's just insecure, and she wants to like boost his ego up, so because she's afraid mm-hmm. that he might step out on her or some shit like that. Maybe it's something like that. Mm-hmm. But typically, if you have to say, if you got to say, if your woman has to say it to back you up in that way, you and her both know it. Not that it matters, right? If she's got to say it, there's an issue going on, okay? Uh, like he was saying, like you just said, like there's a degree of insecurity. Anyway, we get it. We get that you are famous and wealthy and young. We get that you can do whatever you want to do. We've already seen you do the shit in the DR, right? We saw what you did there. We know about what happened with your, your, your bracelet or the jewelry you bought your baby. We know about all of those things. Enough. Enough. See, where we come from, uh, you do that enough times. And even if people don't necessarily need it, you better watch your back because they're going to come take it. Even if they don't need it. And they don't give a fuck who they have to harm or they don't give a fuck. The first video, she's presenting her idiot husband with this great big fucking novelty check, right? $2 million. I'm thinking about all the things that could have been done with that money. Y'all don't fucking need that money. Maybe give a gift that is an observance of the decent qualities you feel that your husband possesses, right? Start a school. As you said, you mentioned building a park. The whatever his name is, fucking park. And that'll be something that survives him. Uh, Start a charity, right? Do food drives across the United States. Help those people in the the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who don't have homes anymore. Who've lost people that they love. Every bit as much as you love your husband. People are in the hospital with COVID. Help them with their those who deserve it. Help them with their medical bills. <laughs> there are a slew of things you could do. Give to schools. Get, buy computers and give to kids who don't have computers to do work at home to to mm-hmm. to, to 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 do homeschooling. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there are a slew. There's a slew of things that you could have done in observance of all these great qualities you're so often on about when it comes to your husband. Mm-hmm. Frankly, y'all are married. I believe they are married. Y'all are motherfucking married. His money is your money. Y'all are rich, wealthy together. He doesn't need that money. 
Mark, that's like you, you and our brothers. You and our brothers, you and our best friends. That's me coming to you. We live in the same motherfucking house. Let's say we own an apartment complex. We own apartment complexes together. Complex together. And for your birthday, I come and give you free room and board for a month. Let's say you don't live in the complex. We own it together, but you don't live there. Okay, mm -hmm. man, you can stay here for five months. What mm -hmm. the fuck am I telling you? You can stay there five months, free room and fucking board. When we, yeah. we both are invested in this. This is our shit. That's that's correct. Look, or or to make it even more similar to to this situation, like it's just imagine it's your birthday, and I and I'm like, man, I'm gonna throw you a party, man. Come on over, we're gonna have all the all the homies over, uh, mm -hmm. family, friends, all that stuff. We're gonna be over and shit. And then like I I grab the mic and I'm like, look, 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 it was my brother's birthday, you know what's up, you know. I want to present my brother with a with a with a hundred dollar check. I'm gonna give you a check, a hundred dollars. Here you go, bro. How would you feel? Like, how would you feel if I did that? I would be disgusted. I would feel put off. Number one, because it's so number one, it ain't you. Like to do some old what the fuck shit mm -hmm. like that, you know. We are more more private with our affection for one another. We are not big on bragging publicly. We're not big on exalting ourselves, like because that's another thing that that's doing. That's making you look bigger. It's about it's as much about you as it is about me. And it's mm -hmm. my fucking birthday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would be disgusted. Um, I would be put off, and I would be embarrassed of that of that sort of behavior. <laughs> that's you and some alternate reality because the Mark I know would never <laughs> do any shit like that, not in a million fucking years. Um, it would be vain. It would be ridiculous, man. It just would be fucking ridiculous. It's something you would never do in a million fucking years. Also, then you turn around to the, to the friends and family members and say, yeah, don't, none of the rest of y'all ask me for shit. <laughs> My friends and family with money, which is what Cardi B did, don't ask me for shit. That, that right there, man, that's so vindictive that's so selfish man in the second video because there were two of them you had to let me know that there was another video so i scroll down and in the second video she's got her big stanking ass twerking on him like they don't like they don't fuck at home like what are you showing us that is that is a novelty here like y'all fucking home like it ain't like you're some stripper like that's what i the first thing i thought mark god you twerking, you twerking on him like he didn't get his fingers on you and in you whatever the fuck he wants. Mm -hmm. Like it's some sort of uh, you were some you some what they call new, some fresh, some strange. <laughs> Which by the way, did you know that um, I saw an episode of All in the Family where well, you wouldn't have known this the other day. Mark, strange was used in the seventies. I had no idea. Damn, they used it on All in the Family. You want some strange, or is that what it is? Hmm. So. You're twerking on uh, this man, this, this this idiot husband of yours, like in some sort of a novelty. I don't know if this is making sense to you, but come on, like, you're, you're not do, you're not doing anything that is that is, you know what? Hey, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, they ain't even newlyweds. You know what I'm saying? No, he didn't have your old rotten ass pussy enough time. <laughs> <laughs> but in the second video, also he moving around like taking his scrawny ass hips. 
like he's doing something. Like, go home and fuck if that's what y'all want to do. Why has it got to be something that anybody else has to see or to sense, right? Mm. But in the same in that same video, the second one, man, somebody brings out a well, it might be the first one you see it, but in the second one, they started doing they started doing the money toss thing. Like they had this 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 huge vacuum seal fucking stack mm-hmm. of money, long rectangular stack of money with thousands of motherfuckers. They didn't tell how much money was in there. Mm-hmm. And they began to throw it out to the crowd. That was what's that motherfucker's name again? Offset. Offset. I'm not saying it to be hateful. I literally, he's not memorable to me. I, I can't fuck him, you know. <laughs> and I say fuck him not because of his music, because I can't imagine that I've, I know that I probably heard a bit of his work, but I didn't know who it was. I say fuck him because you are engaging in that lifestyle, that look at me lifestyle, that mm-hmm. I'm better than you are lifestyle. Lifestyles that are rich and famous sort of lifestyle. This is how um, uh, ridiculously fucking lavish my life is. In, mm-hmm. in 2021 right now during the pandemic mm-hmm. you're an asshole you and your wife are assholes he gets to throwing out money just throwing it out dollar bills look like not that it matters it was money throwing out dollar fucking bills and people just dancing in it like this excess it's disgusting man it is disgusting it's mm-hmm. horrible and when black people engage in that sort of behavior it feels to me it feels like well shit we really don't have a leg to stand on when, when, when we're seeing shit like that there. When we complain about people like Manchin on his $200 million yacht or about Donald Trump, you got motherfuckers like Cunye and Money Mayweather and these assholes all of a sudden Cardi B doing that shit. When those of us who Knew be- know better and do better, begin to speak about inequalities, social, economic, in this country, it robs us of our, of the of the soapbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, they doing it. So they tossing out fucking money and they had this, what I'm sure was a super spreader event. Mm-hmm. Half the motherfuckers in there probably believe that the vaccines are somehow Microchipped, microchipped, or <laughs> actual poisons, or whatever you know. So there'll be some Omicron contestants hmm. here in the next couple of days. I'm sure there will be, and there may well be some deaths. Um, that doesn't make us look good, man. That sort of behavior it makes us look uh, terrible. Yeah, that money could have been put to good good use. Yes, it makes us look, in some ways, worse than your racist white people mm-hmm. who are wealthy as fuck because they come, however far back it is, their lineage contains chattel slavery. Mm-hmm. Like we came from, from, from nothing to being able to publicly express that sort of largesse. Mm-hmm. And being okay with being that and with doing that. And that is fucking embarrassing. Mm-hmm. We ought to know better. There is a balance. Like you were saying, if you want to go out and party, then party. Have a good time. But do it safely, do it sensibly, and don't be an asshole. To me, it feels as it, it seems as if they're terrified of being irrelevant. 
Mm-hmm. They keep trying to they keep trying to top them yeah, and people like them. They keep keep trying to top past spectacle <laughs> that they performed or engaged in previously. Mm-hmm. A lot of pride. <laughs> I also believe that that's fragile. Fragile. Yeah. It's a case of fragile egos because people with healthy egos don't behave that way. Nah. They don't have shit to prove to anybody. Mm-mm. You don't see Denzel doing that. Why look, look at in the black community anymore? Why is Denzel all? <laughs> How's this? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. Nah, you ain't wrong. We love you, Denzel. It's always you. Hmm. It's always you. You know, you don't see Octavia Butler doing that. Octavia Butler doing that. You don't see uh 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 she didn't do it. Octavia Spencer doesn't do it. Hell, mm-hmm. Oprah had uh, favorite things with the shows and the magazine and all that, but it was, and yes, it is in excess, mm-hmm. but it's it's tasteful. Yeah. It's tasteful. You don't see Queen like Latifah doing that. No, you don't see Dana. We love you, Dana, <laughs> around here doing that. You don't see various other people doing that. You don't see Sidney Poitier doing that. You don't see Whoopi Goldberg doing that. She'll talk about the things she likes, but it's tasteful, mm-hmm. right? It's tasteful as something like that can be. Yeah. You don't see Viola Davis doing it. No, you don't see Viola doing that. You don't see Lawrence Fishburne, Larry mm-hmm. Fishburne doing that. Or, or Jennifer Lewis. Or nope. any of the rest of these people, right? It's, it's worth mentioning. I don't know how old Cardi B is, but she's got to be pushing 30 if she ain't 30. Mm-hmm. He just turned 30, her husband. Y'all 30 years old behaving this way. 30, hmm. Mark, y'all, y'all, I want to get, I want to place a great emphasis on this. The pair of you are at least 30 years old behaving like that. Mark, hmm. I have nephews who are 15 who don't behave that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, overall. I have nephews that are in their 20s now. Who don't behave that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a niece who's in her 20s who doesn't behave that fucking way. Mm-hmm. I know children who don't behave that way. So, so what makes a person act that way? Because I believe a lot, a lot, look, look, a lot of motherfuckers would say, like, well, I mean, they came from the bottom and made it to the top. They, they should be able to do whatever they want to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We can't uh, like like all you know, everyday people are are at the bottom, and a lot of them made it to the top. A lot of them are living comfortably, but you don't see them doing that. No. So what made what makes them different? What makes them behave that way? I believe it's a a, a pronounced fragility of ego. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. I do, um, and. Never having felt, they're still not feeling that they have made it. So they got to show people what happened with um, that party was all that was performative, every bit of it. Everybody knows that they are millionaires, Mark, God. Everybody knows that they're famous here and abroad, and some at least to an extent. Everybody knows that they can pretty much do what they want to do. Why the question you're asking is why do they continue to do it? Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm gonna tell you something, man. That is a mark of 
desperate unhappiness. I'm telling you, man, like that's mm-hmm. that's a mark of desperate unhappiness, man. Mm-hmm. You have everything you could possibly want. And could and 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 if you want other things and they're presented, you can have those things. But that's what you do. You are not happy with all you have. There's literally nothing you can't do. If they want to pick up and move to a country that is less racked by COVID, they can do it. Mm-hmm. Like talking about, it, like you and I talking about it. They're here now. Twenty four hours later, they could be in someplace else, in some other area that is more forgiving or that is more beneficial to the black experience. That's a luxury that we don't have. We're working, man. That's the luxury, a luxury that a lot of people don't have, just to be able to get up and leave. Just say, fuck it, leave your home behind, leave your possessions behind, just you and your family go. They can do whatever they want to do. Two million dollars is like nothing. Yeah, like nothing, Mark. Hmm. Less than nothing. So to me, that's a sign of extreme unhappiness. And that's what gets you off to be performative in that way. Hmm. And they keep doing shit like this. Hmm. They're not the only ones. Other motherfuckers do it too, but today we're talking about them. Asshole, this bitch. Turn to the audience and her husband, I'm sure, founded a music. Oh, and my friends don't ask me for any money. Blah, blah, blah. Makes me wonder why people want to be around her, like saying shit like that. Like, and it, mm-hmm. like you, so that what you're really saying is, I'm around you to use you. I'm around you because I envy you. Mm-hmm. I'm envious of you. Why say something like and 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 she laughed at it and the audience, this idiot audience, these attendees laughed at it. But this bitch meant what she said, man. She meant it. She meant that. Can you imagine being around somebody like that? Nah, I couldn't imagine. I, I'm still um I still have that um scenario in my head, like going to a party and somebody I know presenting um somebody with a check like that. Like, like this weird. This, this, this crazy. How would it make? Now let's reverse the situation. If I did that for you, the party, the the friends, the family, the friends, and it was in the midst of it. There's alcohol flowing, and there's the greatest of foods, all your favorite foods, and all of that. And I get up there and I say, "This is my fucking brother. This is my person, my best friend, and I want to present him with his check for X amount of money." I said, "Come on up here, Mark. Come on up here, God." How would that make you feel? Disgusted. Disgusted. Like you present me with, let's just say it's a hundred dollars. Mm. No, in our, in our range, we ain't in that, you know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Two million dollar uh-uh. bracket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> give me a hundred dollars. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck give me a, like you could have gave that to me in private or you could have put it in a card or you could have gave me a gift card or something, but you got to grab the microphone and present it to me in front of all these people for what like what you trying to prove yeah it would have been like look what well, it look this would have this would have made more sense if you gave me like a a two dollar check or or a five dollar check it's a as a joke you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. 
but you giving me like a hundred dollar check or a thousand dollar check or something like that. That's that that's being braggadocious. Mm-hmm. Same way as her giving a two million dollar check. Mm-hmm. That's being braggadocious. That's being mm-hmm. uh, trying to show off. Like an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it had been a gag, yeah, that would have made more sense. And and frankly, that's the way that uh, I always thought. That's one of the ways that spouses, you know, sort of interact with one another. Like that would have been that would have been normal, what we consider normal. But of mm-hmm. course, they're not what they don't consider themselves nor normal, do they? They consider themselves a cut above, two three cuts above everybody else. Motherfuckers ain't no different. How are these people any different than Donald Trump with his gold toilets and gold walls and all? It's the same motherfucking behavior. Same thing. Gazelle ain't doing it. (laughs) (laughs) He's an example for the women. He's an example for the men, for the old, the young, the poor, the rich. Gazelle ain't doing it. Mm. You know, I think about the fact that they have uh, they have a, a daughter. Maybe they have a son and a daughter. They got at least one kid, and both, but neither one of them have grown the fuck up. In their 30s behave. I mean, good God, behaving this way. Well, I listen, I'm not wishing any bad on anybody's kid, but that kid doesn't have a whole lot. It's like a a rotten house situation. Maybe not mm-hmm. quite that. But that kid ain't got no motherfucking hope, yo. That kid ain't got no motherfucking hope. Nah. And if the kid does end up being a good individual, a decent individual, then it, it'll be despite her, her parents. That's just wasteful and wanton and disgusting and shameful and it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Black people behaving this way. And just in case it wasn't enough to do that, she had to twerk. Mm. Scoop her big ass down on the goddamn floor like a common mule and twerk her <laughs> ass on this dude's dick in front of a crowd of people. Like, ain't got... That's not expressing any kind of fucking class or shame at all. Yeah, have a good time, but come on, god damn. Yo, yo, dirty, yo. <laughs> mm. Have a little bit of class. Mm. Have a little class. Mm. So, what's the next spectacle going to be? I will say on that matter. Emulate the people in your life, those who are listeners, listening, those listeners. Emulate the people in your life who are worth it. Mm-hmm. Not these God gremlins. <laughs> As black, white, old, young, celebrity person you know in your life, don't emulate these fucking gremlins, man. They just Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, Mark, they're not 21 years old anymore. Uh, they 30, uh, 30 years old behaving like that. And how many of these people in the audience, the attendees, man, how many of them were 30 or older? Uh, come on now, have a good time, but come on now, come on. And the majority of the folks I saw in the throws of twerking in the crowd were black, which is embarrassing as fuck. That's a good. That's also a good way to start a, a fight 
you throw them money. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> over 20 years ago, we went to a club. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were dropping money, and motherfuckers were fighting over these dollar bills. Motherfuckers got bills to pay. <laughs> and unlike you, the attendees, most of them, I do believe, are not millionaires. Mm-hmm. Some motherfuckers, look, in some bits of the video, you could tell people were like trying to like be smooth with it. Like they weren't mm-hmm. bending down to pick up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I noticed mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. somebody in that motherfucker that on camera was on that floor scrabbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just sad. And I don't, I, I've heard Cardi B's music before only because I've been told. <laughs> and that, is, is she not, but, but I don't, I can't ever, and she doesn't give a fuck. Neither one of them gives a fuck about our perceptions because they're wealthy, Mark. They're rich and they're famous and they're powerful. And what do they care about average individuals, average schmoes or haters, quote unquote, <laughs> like us? They don't give a fuck. They clown us if they can hear this. What the fuck y'all got going on? And you gonna listen to it. Ain't Cardi mm-hmm. B the same woman? Isn't she the same individual though who just graduated from a college or got a degree or something? Nah, that was the other. Who was that? Megan was that Megan? One of the one of the other one of the one of the other ones, yeah. Megan the Stallion. I feel kind of look, all of them look alike to me. (laughs) 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 To me, they all look alike, they all sound alike, their aesthetic is the fucking same. Everything they they're interchangeable. Yeah. To me. Damn, I thought it was the same fucking person. Yeah, don't nothing stand out between them. Hmm. It's just that's foul. And as long as we are those of us who, as long as we're behaving like that, we're not going to, we're just not going to come up, man. So we have an authority. Uh, this is the establishment of an authoritarian government, an authoritarian state on one side. We have us being killed, murdered, maimed, and wrongfully imprisoned. Yeah, we're in the midst of a pandemic. We're seeing the effects of rapid climate change, human caused climate change, various other things going on. We don't need, all those things are against us. All those things impact us quite substantially. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be working against ourselves by presenting this image to the fucking world, man. They look like, that's something that I would expect uh, a 15 year old rap artist to do. Mm-hmm. Or a musician or an actor and actress to do like like twelve before you know somebody who is exposed mm-hmm. to that sort of pain, that sort of fame and money early on, who just doesn't know how to deal with it. But y'all been dealing with this for a while now. Hmm. It's pathetic, and I don't. Luckily, I don't know anybody who listens to either one of them. So I know we wanted you, what your idea was for us to discuss <laughs> the hmm. celebrity of that rotten house. Hmm. Shit ass. But I know that this show has run long. Or would you like to talk about it? Would you like to save that uh, for the next can, episode? We can save it for the next episode. Or we can say that'll be the first thing we'll talk about for the New Year's episode. Uh-huh. Rot, okay. Rotten house, bitch ass. Because that's, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and furthermore, we need to spend a decent amount of time on it but not too much time on it because that motherfucker is already getting enough attention. And by the way, he looks like the kind of person also doesn't wipe his ass at all. 
He just looks mm-hmm. stanking. Oh, he smell his fingers after he digging his ass. I know he do. I don't, it don't, ain't no look like in it. I know he be doing that shit. <laughs> uh, he does. He looks like the kind of person that scratch through his pants, inside of his pants, and smell his fingers. Mm-hmm. Probably makes his mouth water, his fucky ass. Mm-hmm. Well, then that'll be the first. That'll be the first thing on the agenda for the no years, no years <laughs> <laughs> episode. Uh, was there anything you wanted to say? Oh nah. Close it on out. See y'all on the other side. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time, folks. Next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, have a good night, bro. Take it easy, bro. All right. All right.